Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Healthy and With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. President Trump is claiming victory following a two-day visit to NATO in Brussels. Mr. Trump saying member nations have agreed to significantly increase defense spending. And Mr. Trump, in turn, is reaffirming America's commitment to the alliance. NATO now is really a, a fine-tuned machine. People are paying money that they never paid before. Uh, they're happy to do it. And the United States is being treated much more fairly. Mr. Trump demanding that NATO members meet their 2% GDP commitment with defense spending to eventually rise to 4%. For the first time, we're about to hear public testimony from Peter Strzok, the former FBI agent who was behind a series of anti-Trump text messages. He's about to testify before two House committees on Capitol Hill. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 136 points. This is SRN News. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Wellness Radio Minneapolis. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Wellness Radio 1570 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Coming through with great programming to help you stay healthy, live healthy, mind, soul, and body. Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black is next. Your forecast now from the Eagle Wellness Studios for the Twin Cities on this Thursday. Partly cloudy skies. Could see some scattered storms. Around 90 for the high. Could see some storms likely tonight. Then we're looking at mid to upper 80s. Actually, all the way through Sunday. My name is Dr. Stephen Troviani, MD. My practice is North Star Neurological Clinic. If you've had pain that has not resolved with the treatment you've received, it may well be that the source of that pain is not being addressed. My job as a a neurologist is to evaluate and determine as precisely as possible the cause. The way we go about resolving that pain is tailoring the treatment plan to that specific source. There are some conditions which uh, are amenable to physical therapy that we provide through my office. Some may require surgery, and we make those uh, referrals as well. But the point is, when we make those referrals, we make those referrals to people in whom I have great confidence. I can be reached at our office number, which is 763-416-1400. We can also be reached online through NorthstarPainCare.com. Again, NorthstarPainCare.com. Hey folks, Dennis Prager here for Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park. I've been telling you for years that they have a beautiful family-run store with the largest selection of loose diamonds in the state. Now, Continental Diamond is the home for Breitling Watches, the only independent jewelry store in the Twin Cities to offer these amazing Swiss timepieces. Favorites of pilots all over the world, check out the amazing selection of Breitling chronographs at Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park and find them online at ContinentalDiamond.com. Patriot listeners, save up to 25% on your business cleaning services. Are you thinking of changing your cleaning company? Are you looking for cleaner bathrooms, dust-free windowsills, and a higher level of quality control? Hi, I'm Jessica Carter, owner of CTC Professionals. We specialize in cleaning car dealerships and office buildings throughout the Twin Cities metro area. You'll get high-quality service when you choose us as your cleaning service provider. Call us at 651-404-0132. Or visit our website at affordablebusinesscleaning.com. As a bonus to Patriot listeners, you'll get your first initial cleaning at no cost and up to 25% off your first full month of service. We will work hard to make your facility as clean as possible without breaking your budget. So call us today at 651-404-0132. That's 651-404-0132. Or visit our website at affordablebusinesscleaning.com. 
Step into Chet's shoes in Columbia Heights for work, hiking, hunting footwear, and more. Check out our expanded line of women's work boots and our selection of New Balance shoes. Ready to ride this season? Be sure to check out our Harley-Davidson motorcycle boots. Don't forget, Chet's carries other essentials such as socks and inserts. Let us help you find the right footwear and the right size. Stop in to see us in Columbia Heights and visit us at chetsshoes.com. Remember, if the shoe fits... You've been to Chet's. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to have you consider the environment. You know, I love this uh, doing this radio show. It's a passion of mine. I love to get creative. I love to think outside the box. I love etymology, to use words the way they're intended to be used and also to play with them a little bit. And, you know, words have lots of different meanings, and so many people are using words that they have no concept of the meaning. And so today, we're going to talk about considering the environment. Now, before some of you get carried away, uh, I'm not talking about saving the planet. Nope, ain't going to do it, ain't going to talk about it. I, I do believe that we're supposed to be good stewards, and I don't believe we're supposed to waste anything. Uh, but I do think it's silly. you got so many people running out there to save the planet, save the planet. Especially you got a lot of Christians out there wanting to save the planet. And for you Christians wanting to save the planet, I always uh, compare it to Jesus going to an anti-crucifixion meeting. Yeah, if you don't believe me, Luke 4, check out Luke 4, where Satan uh, did everything he could to keep Jesus from the cross. Uh, so uh, you got to get this, ladies and gentlemen. You need to know what words mean. And uh, I'm not working to save the planet. Uh, I believe Revelation's pretty clear that someday the elements will melt. What I'm looking to do is help you consider the environment. You know, uh, I get lots of emails, uh, thousands of emails a day, maybe not thousands, maybe hundreds, I don't know. But tons of emails, so many uh, that it sometimes takes me a year to check all of them. Uh, and I've been seeing this a lot lately because we got people who are uh, conscious, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, at the end of their email in the signature line, it says, please consider the environment before printing this email. Please consider the environment before printing this email. And I love words, uh, and uh, some words have multiple meanings. Uh, and that's why you really need to understand the words and the way you're using. Context is everything. I'm an avid study of the Bible. Uh, and, uh, boy, you, you got to, when you're studying the Bible outside of prayer and asking God to illuminate Scripture to you, you got to uh, come to a couple points. One, you got to realize what was being said back then, uh, what did that mean to them back then, and then what does that mean to me today? So who was it being written to? What was being said? All that stuff when you're reading the Bible, because a lot of people grab things out of the Bible and use them improperly. You know, uh, it's just stunning. And so the same type of thing with words. You need to make sure you understand what a word means. You know, I hear it all the time. You get people in counseling, and they're like this. Well, if you love me, you do this. Well, the other ones say, well, if you love me, you do this. Well, if you love me, you do this. See, they're using the same word but using it differently. You know, some people need to see things to be loved. Some people need to hear things to be loved. Some people need to experience or feel things to be loved. And so even though they're using the same word, they're actually putting a different meaning on it. And so the easiest way to, to handle this is to go to client A and B. You know, A is the man, B is the woman. And say, client A, um, uh, if you want your, if you need to, if you're going to feel ex loved by your spouse, what do you need to see, hear, or feel? What do you need to experience in order to feel loved? And then we ask that 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 spouse, are you willing to do that? Great. And then you ask that spouse, what do you need from him or her to experience love? Do what do you need to see something? Do you need to hear something? Do you need to experience something? Do you need to feel something? And then that person shares it, and then you ask that person, okay, are you willing to do that? Great. Thanks for your time. Have a great life. Anything else I can do for you? 
You know, the words, uh, what is it, um, set, S-E-T, for the longest time was the most defined word in the English dictionary. Over 400 variable uses, different uses for it. And so today, I want to talk about consider the environment. And when I talk about consider the environment, let me define the word for you the proper way. It is the aggregate of surrounding things, conditions, or influence, surroundings. It's milieu. You know, the surroundings, especially of a social or cultural nature. The second definition, the social and cultural forces that shape the life of a person or a population. Definition number three, the surroundings or conditions in which a person, animal, or plant lives or operates. Synonyms will be habitat, territory, domain, surroundings, environs, conditions. Matter of fact, it is the conditions, here's a fourth definition, that you live or work in and the way that they influence how you feel or how effectively you can work. Example, the office is quite bright and airy. It's a pleasant working environment. As a parent, you try to create a, quote, stable home environment. And it really is this environment that truly matters. Because the environment, I was watching, um, I love True TV. Love True TV, and I watch uh, Impractical Jokers. I watch The Carbonero Effect, uh, uh, Adam Ruins Everything. Uh, we like those shows, Hack Your Life. We like those shows. Uh, and they advertise this comedy competition. Uh, and they say uh, one of the things is things that you wouldn't hear at A or things that you wouldn't see at A. And one of them was things you wouldn't see at a Black Lives or things you wouldn't hear at a Black Lives Matter rally. Uh, and the lady goes up and goes, make America great again. <laughs> ah, people throwing stuff, right? You got to consider the environment, right? Uh, if you're at a, a nightclub uh, in San Francisco uh, and there's a bumping and grinding music playing, uh, bringing out your Bible uh, and sharing some scripture, uh, you might want to consider the environment, Right? Uh, if you're at a white supremacist rally uh, and you bring your best friend who happens to be very dark skin, uh, you might want to consider your environment. It's like the old, uh, you, you, you might be a redneck if. You know, it's like I love the Snickers commercial. You know, the Snickers commercial where someone hasn't eaten and they find themselves in an environment. And because they haven't eaten, um, they don't act accordingly. Matter of fact, uh, uh, Trevor, why don't you go ahead and play one of those commercials real quick for him? Mike, what is your deal, oh, man? Oh, come on, man. You've been riding me all day. Mike, you're playing like Betty White out there. That's not what your girlfriend said. Oh. Baby. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Eat a Snickers. Better? Better. I'm open! That hurt. You're not you when you're hungry. Snickers satisfies. <laughs> you might want to consider the environment. The environment is a football playing field. And the voices you heard were Betty White and Abe Vigoda. A little bit, I think they're both octogenarians, I think is that what's called. They're in their 80s, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and sometimes you got to consider the environment. Matter of fact, there's something called prison guard mentality, where it says that you can put the nicest people uh, in a prison, set them up as prison guards, and over time it will affect them. Your environment affects you. And we need to consider our environment. And today, I want you to consider all the different environments there are because there are a lot. First of all, the probably the widest environment is just existence, life, breathing. And then you consider an environment would be actually our world as we know it. Uh, and then we'd put it in our specific world, our, our, our owner, the world that we own, you know, what we can see, what we can hear, what we can feel. And then we'd probably take a look at uh, uh, maybe our life. That's an environment. Our job is an environment that we spend a majority of our waking hours at. Our family is an environment, right? A lot of people have a family of origin issues. Uh, that A lot of things uh, go all the way back from their time that they were under the care of their parents. And they could be 40, 50, 60 years removed from that and still struggling or dealing with uh, issues from their environment. How about, how about our church? You know, it's not only where we spend a couple hours a week at, but it's also the, the foundation for all those existential beliefs. 
How about the civic organizations that some must belong to? How about our politics? How about the most important environment there is, and that is our head, our belief system, our thoughts? You know, it doesn't matter if we share our bed with anybody else. We all have to sleep with ourselves. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we are considering the environment. And after the break, we're going to go into what to do when we find ourselves in those environments on Like It Matters Radio. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina, who served for 33 years, said about leadership awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I'm, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows, and I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Richmond, Virginia, August 23rd through the 25th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Do you want to change your life? Change your destiny? Destiny? Get the most out of life? Tune in Saturdays at 3 p.m. on Wellness Radio 1570 for the Big Money Club with Chris and Wayne. They'll be in the clubhouse filling you in on all the secrets and tips they've learned about making money, saving money, and making dreams come true. And they'll have a little fun along the way. Become a club member and join Chris and Wayne at 3 p.m. every Saturday on Wellness Radio 1570. All City Agency. We don't sell insurance, we help you buy it. Expert advisors for your auto, home, and business insurance. All City Agency is a Dave Ramsey-endorsed local provider. Discover big discounts. All City Agency is an independent insurance agency and has access to 100-plus insurance carriers. Quality-driven, value-priced, superior service. All City Agency, endorsed by Dave Ramsey, trusted by you. We don't sell insurance, we help you buy it. Call 651-484-1213 or find us at allcityagency.com. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day, he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And please, if you do Facebook, like us on Facebook. You know, we put pictures up every day of what we're going to talk about. We tell you where we're going, what's going on. We share some some cool little things that we get from our radio show. So go ahead and go to Facebook.com slash L-I-M radio. And the great news, this radio show is now listenable on podcasts uh, through iTunes. You just got to go to iTunes and you can subscribe. I think that's the proper terminology, Val. Subscribe to Like It Matters Radio, and there you will have it every single day in podcast form. Uh, You will have our radio show, and you can listen to it at your own leisure. See, a lot of us, uh, through iHeart, we can listen to this radio show all around the world, uh, Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and then again, it replays from 5 to 6 p.m. 
And then you got some people in local markets where we are. We're in Minneapolis, St. Paul on the AM 1570 dial, com. We're in St. Louis on 95.1 FM and 1260 AM, the St. Louis Gospel Experience. Uh, we're now in Richmond, Virginia, uh, AM 1260 uh, and FM 103.3 every Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 a.m. I mean, PM, PM, PM. So if you're in those environments, you can listen to us. And in any environment, you can go to likeitmattersradio.com and listen to that day show uh, and also about three to four months of archived shows. And today, we're having you consider the environment. No, we're not talking about the green grass. No, we're not talking about worshiping the creation versus the creator. No, we're not talking about saving the planet or going green. Although, hey, to each their own, right? What we're talking about is the true environment. The way we're using the word today is the aggregate of surrounding things, conditions, or influence surroundings. It's, it's your milieu. And milieu is the surroundings, especially of a social and cultural nation. It is the social and cultural forces that shape the life of a person or population. You know, I had some people, some people don't like I talk about God too much. Some people don't like that I talk politics. They say, you shouldn't talk politics. And I, I got to beg a difference. I, I don't talk politics. Uh, I do talk culture. A big difference. And what people do is they put everything in this category of politics to make it taboo. So you can't talk about it. Uh, and what's the difference between culture, and this is the definition I'm using because this is for environment, the social and cultural forces that shape the life or person uh, of a population or a population, the surroundings or conditions in which a person, animal, or plant lives or operates, the conditions that you live or work in and the way they influence how you feel how how effectively you can work. That's what I call culture as well. Environment and culture are synonymous to me. I'm a cultural warrior. I create an environment in my training for people to be able to grow, people to be able to push, for people not accept good enough, for people to have a sense of urgency, for people to willing to be under construction, for people willing to pick themselves up, dust themselves off, and hit it again, people willing to fail forward. I create that mindset. I create that culture in my training at likeitmatters.net, and that culture, that environment, if people just lean into it, step into it, commit heart, body, and soul, avail and commit, then they can change their life in two days. Spend that same two days in a different environment and nothing happens. Matter of fact, I use this example. These people, they're married, they're going to go home and they're going to love on their spouse the way they deserve. That spouse, when they get home, is going to have a honeymoon, a brand new per person, recalibrated thinking, resuscitated heart, on fire. Because they were in an environment that I created. However, they're going home to a spouse who's been in the same environment the last two days that they've been the last two years, the last 20 years, whatever it's been. And so this changed person, because they were in a different environment, a different mindset, went home to a person that they spent 10, 20, 30, 40 years with who's been in the same old environment. One has changed, one hasn't. And what was the difference? It was the environment. So the environment, the culture is a series of repeated events, new norms that are supported, that are approved of, that are given things to, all of that stuff. And so what you got to look at is the difference in the environment. Let's be honest, America today is nothing like it used to. They're now having, I just read this, colleges that no whites allowed, no whites allowed parties. Only people of color. And I scratch my head and say, if, it's, if you replace that with anything else, no blacks allowed, no Indians allowed, no Native Americans allowed, no women allowed. Oh, my gosh. It would be mind-boggling, the outcry, the pain. And somehow we can justify our hypocrisy. I know. The world's big at justifying everything. I get it. I get it. We all can justify. A rapist can justify why they raped. Why do you think there's court TV? Because no one's ever guilty. Everybody's always innocent. You just don't understand my plight. Don't you get it? And so when I talk about these things on, on TV, it's not that I'm talking about politics. It's I'm talking about culture. Here's a perfect example. I came across this article, and this is from AARP. So this is cool. You know, I heard a, a thing that uh, Viagra and Cialis have absolutely changed uh, the post-60 environment. Absolutely changed uh, nursing homes. Absolutely changed all kinds of things. 
It says taboos across the ages. Remember when cannabis was a no-no and sex toys, menopause, and all other formerly off-limit topics? Taboos be gone. And they list out, uh, what is it, 2, 5, uh, 11, uh, 12. 12 things that used to be taboo across the ages that now are open game or cool. Uh, first one's marijuana. We come a long way, baby, says. Adults who grew up sneaking tokes are now open about their smokes. That's what it says. Menopause. Hot newsflash. Women are no longer embarrassed to open windows, turn up AC, and joke about midlife mood swings. Nursing home intimacy, number three. You got old, not cold, says a worker of one of the many nursing homes where sex and romance among residents and supported and even encouraged. Online dating. People used to be ashamed to admit they'd met online, but now meeting via Match.com is as acceptable as finding love the old-fashioned way. And I'm not sure what the old-fashioned way is anymore, to be honest with you. Uh, number six on this taboos across the ages, or number five, I should say, sex toys. Uh, I'm not going to go into a lot of details. This is a family show, but it says it actually lists a lot of them out. Uh, no longer considered naughty, over half of all couples admit to using gadgets, kinky, slinky, and winky. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, single motherhood. Uh, far from the days when unwed mothers were sent off to, relative, to relatives in the country, hidden from view and ostracized in the communities, women and men who chose to have children and create loving families on their own are celebrated and supported. Incontinence, whether it's stopping to cross your legs before you sneeze or trampoline terror. Women's leakage problems are no longer a stain of shame, literally. Balding, gone are the days of frightening comb-overs, power donuts, and spray and bald away products. Uh, ED, erectile dysfunction, as the joke goes. Uh, ah, I better not say that. Never mind. Leave that alone. Some things I'm not going to This is a family show. Uh, Botox, while, almost, uh, while most folks won't confess to a major nip and tuck, Going in for a bit of Botox on the brow or Restylane rejuvenation has become run-of-the-mill as tooth whitening. Infertility, as the number of twins and triplets balloons in playgrounds around the country. Um, homosexuality, now it's embraced. It's the favored choice versus the traditional choice now. Uh, salaries, uh, millennials are breaking their salary secrecy norms of past generations. So you think about it. I always say this all the time. America has changed. I mean, I, I think the 80s were probably the highlight of American civilization. We'll find out soon, I'm sure. When it's all said and done, we can look back. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. But, boy, if you thought the way that we thought in the 80s, and I'm sorry, I wasn't a racist in the 80s either. I, was, didn't, I wasn't misogynist in the 80s. I didn't hate women. I loved women. I think they're beautiful, incredible, powerful creatures. Um, so all that aside, no, some people say we go back to slavery. That's not what we're talking about here. Quit putting words in my mouth. But you think about those things that used to be taboos because the environment has changed are no longer taboos. Now, now, uh, you know, uh, being what are taboos today? Being judged on the content of your character. Your character doesn't matter anymore. What matters if you if you hate Trump or not. What matters is this color of your skin, and what matters is your sexual preference of the day. Let's be honest. None of the other stuff matters. Even the uh, if you're a black person, get killed. It doesn't matter if you get killed by a black person. It only matters if you get killed by a white person or a police officer. I mean, that's all that matters because uh, then your life matters by who killed you, not by how you lived, not by how you lived your life, not the content of your character, but did a white person kill you and or did a police officer kill you? If that's so, then your life or your death mattered. How about traditional marriage is now taboo? It's, it's not good. It's looked down upon. Uh, make America great again is taboo. Can't say that. Jesus Christ is taboo. Muhammad is in and Jesus Christ has always been out. Uh, the founding fathers are taboo now. You can't have any uh, uh, light. Even our constitution's going out right now. Uh, the national anthem is taboo now, right? Um, uh, do you see what I'm saying? Because America does have an existential problem. We got to get this. I love this. Uh, I go to Sturgis in August. I'll be in Sturgis for the FreeBikeWash.com rally, and I met Richard Hedrick there. Richard Hedrick, successful businessman from Laurel, Mississippi. He and his wife, Gina, had spent most of their weekends since 1998 hanging out in the lawns, parking lots, and cemeteries of America's churches, dressed not as upstanding citizens, but rather in the tattered and smelly clothes of the homeless. 
It is in this guise that they have experienced the shocking response of today's Sunday morning church-going crowds to people who don't look like they do. Rejected, despised, and looked down upon by many, but loved and cared for by some. This is the true story of how God's golden rule is no longer being applied to the down and out that show up at the doorsteps of America's churches. He wrote a great book called America's Churches Through the Eyes of a Bum, and I would highly recommend it. Because what he found out is that environment that's supposed to be loving, that's supposed to be the hand of God, that's supposed to be forgiving and all-encompassing and embracing is critical, bitter, self-absorbed, consumed by their own wants and needs and desires. What a concept. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we are talking about consider the environment. Because the environment that we are in, we seem to move toward that environment. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what business here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, September 13th through the 15th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. If you're dreaming of something greater, a college degree, job skills, or technical training, serving part-time in the Army National Guard can help make your dreams a reality. Right now, the Army National Guard is offering up to $20,000 enlistment bonus or a $350 a month educational stipend to qualified candidates as well as those with prior military service. Already received your education or are currently in school? You may be eligible for up to $50,000 in student loan repayment. These benefits can help you get the education you need to land the civilian career you want. Plus, as a proud member of the Guard, you'll experience the personal fulfillment of serving your community during emergencies and natural disasters. To learn more about the many benefits that come with part-time service in the Army National Guard, visit NationalGuard.com today. Sponsored by the Minnesota National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer, with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. We need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army, inspiring over 1 million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting pancan.org. That's P-A-N-C-A-N.org. Pancan.org. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio coach, Mr. Black. Spinning the dials, actually, I'm talking to you, I should say, from Dallas-Fort Worth, where it's probably a balmy, going to be 80 degrees today, Minneapolis. And there in Minneapolis, in the snow, in the cold, is Trevor hitting the buttons, making me sound good. My co-conspirator, my co-partner in crime here, if that crime is changing the world to make it a little bit better, one person at a time, we are guilty. Book them, Dano. And so wherever you are, we are talking about environment. Matter of fact, we're talking about considering the environment on Like It Matters Radio. You know, uh, a lot of uh, uh, green conscious people out there, and it's a good thing. We don't need to print all this stuff out. Uh, on the end of their emails in the signature line, it says, please consider the 
environment before printing this email. And so I thought we would take a look at the environment, but not the green grass environment. I'm talking about the other environment, the aggregate of surrounding things, conditions, or influence surrounding, uh, especially of a social or cultural nature, nature, the social and cultural forces that shape the life of a person or population, the surroundings or conditions in which a person, animal, or plant lives or operates. Uh, the conditions that you live or work in and the way that they influence how you feel or how you effectively can work. And so what I want to do is take a look at three different environments. First of all uh, is the environment, your um, your uh, environment that you find yourself in. Remember we talked about the neurological levels. And the lowest level of change on the neurological levels is environment. Again, I use the example, you can take an alcoholic out of a bar, uh, they're still an alcoholic. You just change their environment. On the neurological levels, the highest level is spirit. And remember, change takes place from the top down, not from the bottom up. So our environment. And I remember this book years ago. Uh, it was written by Robert Fulgham. Uh, called All I Really Need to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. He talks about the environment, that learning environment where you're open, you're excited, and you learn basic things. That if you go back to kindergarten, uh, all those basic things that we learned in kindergarten are really the essence of life. And so I found this, the offshoot I found on the Internet, it said All I Need to Know I Learned from Noah's Ark. Talk about a controlled environment, right? There was only eight people in there, a whole bunch of animals, uh, and they were in the ark for 377 days. Remember, a, 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 a Hebrew year uh, is 360 days. Uh, for us Americans, it's 365. But so 377 days, they were in an ark, and then God closed the door. And only when it was okay did God open the door back up. Talk about a controlled environment. And so this was from Noah's Ark. Eleven things all I need to know I learned from Noah's Ark. Number one, don't miss the boat. Amen. Number two, remember that we were all in the same boat. <laughs> Number three, plan ahead. It wasn't raining when Noah built the ark. Number four, stay fit. When you're 600 years old, someone may ask you to do something really, really big. Number five, don't listen to critics. Just get on with the job that needs to be done. Number six, build your future on high ground. Amen. <laughs> Number seven, for safety's sake, travel in pairs <laughs> or in sevens, right? Number eight, speed isn't everything. The snails were on board <clears throat> as well as the cheetahs. Number nine, when you're stressed, float a while. I like that one. Number ten, remember, the ark was built by amateurs, by Titanic, by professionals. Boy, that's for those of us that, that the world is always pushed aside, that's a good one to hear. Remember, the ark was built by amateurs. The Titanic built by professionals. That's so cool. And number 11, of all I need to know, I learned from Noah's ark, was no matter the storm, when you were with God, there's always a rainbow waiting. Can I get an amen? Amen. I agree. I like it. I get a, uh, get a second on that. That's right. So that's the first environment, you know, where we find ourselves. And you got to know this. You are responsible for the environment you're in. You know what? A lot of people well, they attempt to change. But what they change is they never change the environment of those they hang out with. And so they wonder why they can't attempt change. I tell this all the time. If you're struggling with drugs or alcohol and there are certain people in your life that are connected to that struggle, then you can't just stop doing that thing and keep hanging out with those people. Some of you got to get new friends. Some of you got to change your familiar environment, those people you hang out with. It's just the reality of life because you will never rise above the quality of the people you hang out with. In other words, that personal environment, they affect you. When my kids were little, I never allowed them to go over other people's house because I didn't know what that environment was. A lot can happen behind closed doors. But my kids were always allowed to bring other people over to their home. They were always responsible for how their kids, how their friends acted. They're always responsible for making sure their kids knew the rules of our household. Why? Because I knew that our home was a safe environment. I did not know the other people's environments. So that's one environment where we, where we rest. But what I just told you about was my way I raised my kids. And so let me talk about another environment, because if you think about environments, you have existence, 
just the whole environment of existence. Then you have our world. It's almost like a hierarchy. What we can see, hear, and feel, our personal world. We have our own personal life. We have our own job. We have our family. Uh, we have our church. We have our civic organization. We have our politics. We have our belief systems. We have our body, right? We have all that stuff, and we have our life. So let me share these words. They're uh, uh, anonymous. I don't know who wrote them, but powerful words nonetheless about environment called life. Life. Life isn't about keeping score. It's not about how many friends you have or how accepted you are. It's not about if you have plans this weekend or if you're alone. It isn't about who you're dating, who you used to date, how many people you've dated, or if you haven't been with anyone at all. It isn't about who you've kissed. It's not about sex. It isn't about who your family is or how much money they have or what kind of car you drive or where you were sent to school. It's not about how beautiful or ugly you are or what clothes you wear, what shoes you have on or what kind of music you listen to. It's not about if your hair is blonde, red, black or brown or if your skin is too light or too dark. Not about what grades you get, how smart you are, how smart everybody else thinks you are or how smart standardized tests say you are. It's not about what clubs you're in or how good you are at your sport. It's not about representing your whole being on a piece of paper and seeing who will accept the written you. Life just isn't. But life is about who you love and who you hurt. It is about who you make happy or unhappy purposefully. It is about keeping or betraying trust. It's about friendship used as a sanctity or a weapon. It's about what you say and mean, maybe hurtful, maybe heartening, about starting rumors and contributing to petty gossip. It's about what judgments you pass and why, and who your judgments are spread to. It's about who you've ignored with full control and intention. It's about jealousy, fear, ignorance, and revenge. It's about carrying inner hate and love, letting it grow and spreading it. But most of all, life is about using your life to touch or poison other people's hearts in such a way that could have never occurred alone. Only you choose the way those hearts are affected, and those choices are what life's all about. And let's be honest. Life is one of the environments that we find ourselves in. But can I tell you the most controlling and the most powerful environment we will ever be in and that is our thought process, our inner head. I say all the time over and over and over, I met the enemy and he's living in my shorts. If other people allowed, if other people said or did what we do in our own head, we would never tolerate that. You know what? For each human being you come in contact with, they have a Pandora's box in their mind. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know what's done to them. You don't know uh, how much pain and hurt. I mean, I've had people in my training that have shared stories that have ripped my souls out. That just listened to me. Just listen to them talk about the pain that they endured at the hands of a human being, which has ripped my soul out. All you got to do is read about what happened during the Holocaust. What happened in these death camps. The brutality. Today, people beheading each other, people cutting people's uh, body parts up, people dismembering each other, people slowly, painfully killing people. All that environment is where I want to spend the rest of this show. It reminds me of, uh, this was from, uh, I think it's Mozart's Brain and the Fighter Pilot. Russian psychologist Alexander Luria first encountered, quote, S, they're going to call this person S, as he was becoming known for remembering long series of words, letters, and numbers. S would learn these patterns, and then he would get retested 15-plus years later on the same sequences. 15 and 16 years later, S could restate the patterns perfectly. Not only could he do the sequence perfectly, but he could do it backwards as well. It is a visualization and successful spelling strategy. Matter of fact, in the book, Dr. Restick calls this ep uh, eidetic imagery. Eidetic imagery. It's called photographic memory. This gentleman, quote, S, has the perfect memory that lasted over years. After some 30 years, Lurie came to believe that there were no limits to the span of our memory. And Restack asked, is this the type of memory you want? So let's take a look at this gift on the extreme. Let's get some more information about S. Since he remembered everything, 
nothing was ever let go of. Nothing was laid to rest. Every hurt, every suffering, every injustice he held on to. He lived a life of strained relationships, massive irrelevancies. Lurie writes, over his lifetime, S. achieved little benefit from his perfect memory and died an unfulfilled, unhappy man who considered himself a failure. An unhappy man who did little with this incredible gift. What a difference he could have made, the impact he could have had. See, this is why that environment of what we do, what we allow, what we entertain, what we hold on to our mind's eye is the most important environment. And ladies and gentlemen, I've met the enemy and he's living in my shorts. If other people did to us in that environment of our brain what we do to ourselves, we would never tolerate it. We would never allow it. And so after the break, we're going to go into depth about what we can do in the environment of our mind to change our lives forever. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Go to likeitmatters.net to find out more about Leadership Awakening workshops. That's likeitmatters.net. It's July, and now is the time for hot weather. According to the CDC, although anyone at any time can suffer from heat-related illness, some people are at greater risk than others. Infants and young children, people 65 years of age or older, people who are overweight or people who overexert during work or exercise, people who are physically ill, especially with heart disease or high blood pressure, among others. This Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570. Is my kid in the right car seat? I guess she is. There are probably rules on when to move up to a booster seat, aren't there? Rear-facing, forward-facing, I think I have it right. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Are your children in the right car seat for their age and size? Don't think you know. Know you know. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. If you missed any of the show, go to likeitmattersradio.com, or since it is morning right now, uh, it'll be replaying at 5 p.m. on iHeartRadio, on TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com, on AM 1570 in Minneapolis at 5. Lots of different ways you can listen to it again. And please, if you want me to help you teach you how to change your mental environment, because that is what makes your life heaven or hell. That is the biggest uh, definer of how well you do in life. What are you holding on to that you're supposed to let go of? What have you let go of that you're supposed to hold on to to learn from? 
What are the lessons from your past that unless you remember those, you're going to be doomed to repeat those mistakes? What are the things from the past that you need to let go of? Because we live in a world where people are holding on to their pound of flesh. They're keeping a record of wrong, uh, and they're destroying themselves. The body releases 63 known chemicals. And cancer needs an acidic environment in order to prosper. And our thoughts can dry our bones. And let's be honest, there are many different environments. Our country is an environment. The world that we live in is an environment. Um, the, the spirit of the uh, prince of the air is an environment, the world system. And, you know, John MacArthur talks about this all the time, that the, the family is under attack. You know, no one needs to prove to us that we may be watching the death of the germ cell of civilization, the family, MacArthur writes. He says, all the signs are abundantly clear all around us. We could drag out all kinds of stats to indicate the dire situation of the families in our culture. We're all constantly looking at the parade in the media of divorce, sexual rebellion, abortion, sterilization, delinquency, infidelity, homosexuality, women's liberation, children's right, Black Lives Matter, Women's March. Uh, it's okay to hate as long as you hate Trump and anybody that likes him. And if you don't hate him, they hate you and they kill you, burn down your house. They prosecute you. They attack you. They beat you up. Uh, no one prosecutes them. It's just sad. Uh, in a book called entitled The Death of the Family, a British physician suggests doing away with the family completely because he says it is the primary conditioning device for Western imperialistic worldview. Isn't that incredible? America is becoming just like the rest of the world. For 200 years, the majority of the world's wanted to be like America. Now, over the last 10 years, we've now wanted to become like the rest of the world. Isn't that just weird? It's, and for you, this, is, this goes back to you and I. Are you living your way life in such a way that people want to be more like you? Or are you living your life in such a way that you're working to be like the world? Just food for thought. You know, we also live in an environment where all of a sudden someone else gets to decide what, decide what love is. This is from the book, What Jesus Demands of the World, from John Piper. It's demand number 28, love your enemies. He says, quote, in fact, we live in a time when emotional offense or woundedness often becomes a criterion for deciding if love has been shown. If a person can claim to have been hurt by what you say, it is assumed by many that you did not act in love. In other words, love is not defined by the quality of the act and its motives anymore, but by the subjective response of somebody else. In this way, relating, the wounded one has absolute authority. If they say you hurt them, then you cannot have acted lovingly. You are guilty. And if you think about it, Jesus himself would not allow this way of relating to go unchallenged. Love is not defined by the response of love, listener. You've got to hear this. A person can be genuinely loved and feel hurt or offended or ang- angered or retaliatory or numb without in any way diminishing the beauty and value of the act of love that hurt them. I mean, think of it as great as act of love there are. You know, uh, what is it, uh, John three sixteen? For God so loved the world, they gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life, shall live forever. And we're all going to live forever, some in heaven, some in hell. But live forever, that he's talking about with God. So you got to get this, ladies and gentlemen. Yet we live in a world now. I mean, my son, Beniah, three years old. Boy, he's got a strong personality. Someday it's going to be good. Right now it's a pain in my butt. And when he doesn't get to do what he wants to, he's three years old. He wants to eat candy all the time. He wants to play the video games all the time. He doesn't want to go to bed, you know. Just like if he said he wanted to be a girl, I'd say stop being crazy. When he wants candy at 9 o'clock at night, I'd say stop being crazy. When he wants to drive daddy's car when he's three years old, I'd say stop being crazy. And yet he, when I say those things to protect him, to protect us, you know, he says, I'm so angry. I'm so angry. Now, we got to record that so we could have Trevor have that there. We're just saying, I'm so angry. I'm so angry. And then he's like, I did something wrong. He wants me to believe I did something wrong. He's angry because I acted inappropriately. That's his point. And it's not true at all. But we live in an environment where people who are in their 50s, 60s, 70s who have been elected to office are just like my son, Beniah. Uh, They take something that wasn't bad that they might not like because it doesn't fit in their map of reality and then make it bad. I'm so angry because of that. 
And so you got to realize that we can control the most important environment in our world, and that is our thought process. 75, this is from Caroline Leaf, 75 to 90%, 95% of the illnesses that plague us today are a direct result of our thought life. What we think about affects us physically and emotionally. It's an epidemic of toxic emotions. The average person has over 30,000 thoughts a day. Through an uncontrolled thought life, we create the conditions for illness. We make ourselves sick. Research shows that fear all on its own triggers more than 1,400 known physical and chemical responses and activities uh, activates more than 30 different hormones. There are intellectual and medical reasons to forgive. Toxic waste generated by toxic thoughts causes the following illnesses, diabetes, cancer, asthma, skin problems, allergies, just to name a few, migraine headaches, TMJ, uh, irritable bowel syndrome. Consciously controlling your thought life can detox your brain. Medical research increasingly points to the fact that thinking and consciously controlling your thought life is one of the best ways, if not the best way, of detoxing your brain, thus detoxing your life. It allows you to get rid of those toxic thoughts and emotions that can consume and control your mind. How do you go about that? By looking at your mental processes. That means actually holding your thoughts captive. That means actually being aware. And by the way, putting yourself in good environments. I'm going to address two things. Number one, I'm going to first address uh, this thing called epigenetics. Epigenetics. And I'm going to do a whole show tomorrow on epigenetics. Because you need to understand that we are a community of 300 trillion cells all driven by their environment. We've got to be in control of what's going on in our heads. We are the ones. You can't control what another person does to you, but you can control how you explain it to yourself. you got to get this. You can't control the cards that life deals to you, but you can control how you play those cards. you got to get this. Success. You can't control the wind, but you can adjust yourselves. So a couple pieces of advice for you before we leave the show in three minutes. Number one, you've got to put yourself in good environments. So number one, a couple ways to do that. Follow these simple tips. I got this off the internet. I like it. It's good. Number one, be clear about who you are, what your values are, and don't compromise those values. Number two, always think before you act. If you have a bad feeling about something, there's probably a reason. It's your conscious talking to you. So you might want to consider not doing it unless it's fear and you got to know yourself. You're supposed to know yourself. Number three, don't give up on your dreams just because somebody else doesn't believe they'll work out. Remember, a lot of people are crabs, part of the crustacean family. What What do I mean by that? If you throw a single crab in a box, that crab will do everything it can to get out. If you throw a second crab in that box with it, that second crab will do everything it can to keep the other one from getting out. We, uh, what's the saying? Misery loves company. We can be dream snatchers. So don't give up on your dreams. Don't let other people define your reality. Number four, surround yourself with supportive people, people who encourage you. And that word means to actually put courage into you. And number five, forget trying to make other people like you. Don't change who you are just to please someone else because what you're going to find out when you change to be that person, that doesn't work either. They're still not going to like that. You'll have to keep jumping through hoops. And so what I'd like to give you, if you want to email me, I can send you this in a form at Like It Matters. Uh, so it's uh, Mr. Black, M-R-B-L-A-C-K, at likeitmattersradio.com. It's called Communicating with Powers, our thought and emotion journal. So let's say you have a situation that did not turn out the way you wanted it to. What you can do is go through this situation with seven steps to take a look at the environment. Not just the environment that you were in, but the environment with the people, the environment with your thoughts, the environment with your, were you a low blood sugar, were you bitter? And there's seven steps. Number one, you remind yourself what was the situation reaction. Number two, you remind yourself what was the intention going in. Number three, you rate your moods and feelings. You identify all the moods and feelings and then put a number on them. Number four, you identify those automatic thoughts that popped into your head as you were doing things. Number five, you want evidence that supports those automatic thoughts. Is it true? Were you right? And then number six, you want evidence that does not support the automatic thought. And then you want to figure out what should the appropriate response been and then rate the moods at the end of this thing. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network, helping you to be more hopeful about your future. When you live your life like it matters, it does. 
Did you know that digestion is vitally important to overall health and well-being? Optimize your digestive health with the broad spectrum of vegetarian enzymes in Quantum Nutrition Labs Quantum Digest and Quantum Zymes. Both are buy two, get the third one free. And you'll want to add our organic inner leaf aloe liquid, aloe 100, at special bulk pricing. Call 888-588-7578. That's 888-588-7578. Or visit us online at qnlabs.com. That's qnlabs.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Bob Marshall, PhD, host of Healthline. Tune in to get your questions answered and hear the latest breakthrough information for you and your family. Our product line, Quantum Nutrition Labs, delivers what others only promise, nutrition that really works. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ Golden Valley a service of Salem Media.